show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. There we go. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another uh, fun edition of the Arnie State Show here on a... Look at that, halfway through the week, just keep holding on. You keep hanging on. And then you'll be able to roar through the weekend. You see? You see? Look at that. Look at that. See, I tied those two songs in there. Uh, Good morning, ass family. What is happening today? Let's say some good morning, shall we? Not a lot out there so far. Douglas says good morning, ass family. I'm ready to hump. Well, there you go. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, Hangtown Jen, uh, Douglas first one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, well, looky there, it's hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, let's do this thing. Uh, Braddy Kid says good morning. Roar. Well, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. Look at that, my man. Tipsy Hustle is in the house. He says, good morning, assheads. Let's kick today's ass. Yes, let's do that. Boy, do we have a lot to get. Oh, first thing we got to do, we, we got to get this out of the way. It's t-shirt time? Yeah, it is. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? Yeah. It is 1210. It's T-shirt 12, time. No, we're 1210 right now. T-shirt time. That would be impossible. It's T-shirt time. Everybody T-shirt time. T-shirts. I'm so nice. T-shirt This is the new currency in the world. T-shirt time. You're Shut annoying. You're annoying. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. You dirty tramp, Angelina. Uh, today's T-shirt, simple wrestling T-shirt, it's a picture of Jim Cornette. One of, if not the greatest manager of all time. He's the guy that used to carry the tennis racket around. Love Jim Cornette. So today's T-shirt is Jim Cornette T-shirt. Uh, Mike D says, morning, folks. What's up, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Uh, lots and lots to get to on the, uh, but we do have a story and, uh, I'll tell my jokes in a little bit here. I was kicked off of TikTok yesterday. That's right. That's right. I told an offensive joke on July 26th that they just got to yesterday. So they, they, they kicked me off for 24 hours. So my jokes can go up at one today. But you know what? Since you guys are here right now, I might as well do the jokes. Might as well get them out of the way. They're easy ones today. I'm kind of kind of sliding back in. The first one we all know. Yeah, temporarily, Doug. It's, it's only a one-day suspension. Uh, today's jokes, though, I, I've already videoed them. They're in my drafts. All I got to do is upload them at 1 o'clock when I get put back on my time. Uh, why are divorces so expensive? Because they're fucking worth it. The other one, it's easy. Uh, th- this one's an old, uh, this one's a staple. Why did Helen Keller's dog commit suicide? You would too if your name was. Uh, why don't they teach sex education and driver's education on the same day at Iraqi schools? It's too hard on the camel. So there you go. Those are today's jokes, and uh, yeah, I don't think either one of those will get flagged. Lots and lots of stuff to get to today. Um, I'm going to start with this right here. Douglas sent me this yesterday, and I think this person that did this, they host a, a YouTube show or something, and this is not partisan whatsoever. 
It's just telling you uh, the breakdown of events. And here, I'm going to share it with you guys. If you guys want to read it later, I'm going to read the entire thing. Now, it's 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 a a me- mega thread, as it's called in the I guess Twittersphere. Uh, but it's worth it. It starts off in front. Good morning. Happy hump day to you, my friend. As hump well. day, hump day, hump day. And here we go reading it. You're struggling to understand why some people are vaccine hesitant? This may help you. Imagine you're a normal person. The year is 2016. Rightly or wrongly, you believe most of what you see in the media. You believe polls are broadly reflective of public opinion. You believe doctors and scientists are trustworthy and independent. You're a decent, reasonable person who follows the rules and trusts authority. Imagine that soon after Donald Trump is running for president, you are told by your favorite media publication that he is going to lose. Some experts say his opponent has a 99% chance of winning. Imagine waking up on the morning after the election to discover that the pollsters, media experts, and politicians you still trusted were wrong again. And now the racist monster they told you would never get near the White House is the leader of the free world. How did that happen, you ask yourself? How could all the people in charge of informing me be so wrong? It was the Russians, they tell you. Imagine that for the next three and a half years, you watch as the media and the political class run with the Russia collusion narrative. They tell you the how, when, and where. The dossiers, the whistleblowers, the peeing prostitutes. Imagine your desperation for things to make sense again. The Mueller report is coming out, and it'll set the world straight. Evidence of foreign meddling in the 2016 election is coming to save your unsettled mind. Imagine your shock then when you discover that Trump had little to do with foreign meddling. The screaming about Russians dies down as well. Imagine that bit by bit, You discover that events which the media and political class told you would not and could not happen, not only happened, but happened with some sort of evil interference. Instead, millions of your fellow citizens voted for it. Again, you ask, how could this happen? And again, the media has the answer. Racism. Your country is racist, they tell you. If you're white, this seems strange to you. Other than a handful of idiots, you've never met a racist. If you're an ethnic minority immigrant, like the writer of this, this seems even stranger. Why would people in one of the most welcoming, tolerant countries in the world want to convince themselves that their country is racist when it's so obviously not? But the evidence is right there on your TV screen. Imagine your horror as a gay black actor is assaulted by MAGA-wearing hat thugs who racially abuse him and put a noose around his neck, he cries while talking about it. Imagine your outrage as you see news reports of a bunch of MAGA hat-wearing kids from some religious school 
confront a Native American elder. Rede Aislon tells you the kid has a punchable face, and while you abhor violence, it's hard to disagree. Imagine that for days you watch coverage of these events with expert after expert, pundit after pundit, sharing and fueling your outrage about them. With every word, your belief that you are a good person and that your country is a good country wavers. Imagine that soon after, however, the Jesse Smollett story turns out to be an attention-seeking hoax. Imagine that you quickly discover that the Native American elder was the one who confronted the kids and not the other way around. If this is such a racist country, you ask yourself, why would they need to make up stories of racism? As you ponder this, you remember that for years now, you've been expected to go along with other make-believes. You're expected to believe that whether you're a male or a female is not as simple as you once thought. What you learned about biology at school is wrong. You no longer know how many genders there are, and it seems dangerous to try to find out. Imagine reading the experts at the American Psychological Association say that traditional masculinity is pathological and harmful. Imagine that you still want to believe the media and their experts, but now that requires you to think your country is racist, men are bad, and gender is a social construct, whatever that means. It is at this point that a pandemic emerges on the other side of the world. You're initially unconcerned, but as scenes emerge from Italy and other countries, it's clear that something big is happening. You watch nervously as politicians give press conference after press conference, flanked by expert after expert to explain the situation. The racist Donald Trump shuts down travel from China in response. The mayor of Florence advises citizens to fight racism by hugging a Chinese person. Shortly after Nancy Pelosi, a respected Democrat at the time, visits Chinatown in San Francisco to explain there's no reason tourists or locals should be staying away from the area because of coronavirus concerns. You say, thank God there are some sensible, non-racist people who aren't overreacting. Imagine watching as Trump doubles down on his racism by claiming the virus may have come from a lab in Wuhan. Nonsense, you think to yourself as you wonder how best to protect yourself and your family from this deadly disease. You consider getting masks. You've seen visitors from Asian countries wearing them. But the United Kingdom's chief medical officer tells you not to wear a mask and wash your hands instead. As lockdowns are introduced around the world, you diligently follow the rules. You stay at home, only go out once, and live off savings or government grants. You are proud to be doing your part. Thanks to you and millions of your fellow citizens, the first wave of the pandemic does not overwhelm the healthcare system. While thousands sadly die, you've helped protect your country. Imagine your confusion as the same people who have spent three months telling you that masks don't work and you shouldn't wear them introduce mask mandates. Where 
following the science, they tell you. This makes little sense, but a pandemic is no time for questions. As you cautiously go to the supermarket, you notice that masks have made people far less likely to social distance. You remember reading somewhere that bicycle helmets work similarly. They give the wearer more confidence as the result is more accidents and injuries, not fewer. Silly people, you say to yourself, if only they would follow the government's advice. You turn on your TV to learn that shoppers at your local supermarket aren't the only ones who've been ignoring the rules. Neil Ferguson, the man whose projections were used as the basis for lockdowns in the UK, appears to have, appears to have broken his own rules to have sex with his married lover. Boris Johnson's chief advisor, Dominic Cummings, drove halfway across the country to ensure he had a better place to isolate. The journalists who berated him for this are later found to have attended a birthday party in breach of the rules. The lockdown continues. However, a man is killed in Minneapolis while being arrested for petty crime. The man is black, the officer white. The arrest is captured on video and quickly goes viral, viral around the world. Imagine your horror as you watch an officer of the law kneel on another man's neck until he passes out and later dies. This is disgusting, you say to yourself. I hope they throw the book at him. Overnight, a huge campaign for racial justice springs up around the world. No one explains what racism had to do with the incident, but they don't need to. As you know by now, America is racist, and therefore any time a white person does anything bad to a black person, there can only be one explanation. The fact that an identical incident happened to a white man named Tony Tempa is never mentioned. While the lockdown rules remain in place, the protest against injustice spills out into the streets. Tens of thousands of people crowd into major cities. None wear masks and social distancing is non-existent. Clashes with police ensue and the American protesters loot stores, attack residents, and start fires. A retired police officer named David Dorn is among dozens of people who are murdered in the chaos. The media describes these events as mostly peaceful protests as their reporters stand in front of burning buildings after much, much, months of harsh restrictions. The media and political class offer no criticism of protests which violate every element of the lockdown. After months of telling you to stay at home to avoid spreading COVID, doctors explain that rather than being a mass COVID spreading event, Protest is a profound public health intervention. I have no idea what even that means. Big tech companies go into overdrive to stop the spread of disinformation. All discussions of alternative points of view regarding the efficiency of masks and lockdowns, as well as the origins of the virus, are censored. Attempts to discuss the negative impact on lockdowns, on health and mental well-being, are suppressed. As the year runs on, with a pivotal American election looming, President Trump promises a huge push to develop a vaccine. Kamala Harris, the Indian giant, 
who's later elected vice president, says that she would not take a vaccine if Donald Trump told her to. On the eve of the election, a publication in America releases damning report about Hunter Biden, son of presidential candidate Joe Biden. The story alleges corruption, which may involve his father, as well as drug-taking, use of prostitutes, and more. Twitter and other social media companies prevent the story from being shared. The media lines up commentators to claim the story was Russian disinformation. Once his father wins the election, it becomes clear that several key elements of the story are likely accurate, and the laptop is actually Hunter Biden's. Meanwhile, number of COVID patients and death turns out to have been wrong. For some time, anyone who died at any point after a positive COVID test was counted as dying of COVID, even if they were killed by a drunk driver. True story. The figure later revised again. The number of people who are in hospital because of COVID also turns out to be incorrect. Now that racist Donald Trump is no longer president, closing borders is no longer considered xenophobic and is widely advocated for in the media. The racist conspiracy theory that the virus came from a lab is now also allowed to be discussed and appears likely to be the most credible explanation of the origins of the virus. Imagine your horror as you learn the reason thousands of people died in the first wave of the pandemic was that elderly patients with COVID were allowed to be released back to care homes. This is especially true in New York, run by Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo's book publisher suspends promotion of book about leadership during the pandemic amid inquiry into nursing home deaths. Meanwhile, Texas and Florida remained open and continued to thrive. In the UK, health the health secretary, a person responsible saving lives, is found to be cheating on his wife with a married aide in breach of social distancing rules. The man making the rules for you does not follow them. It is at this point that the vaccine, which you were initially told would need to be given to the vulnerable before restrictions are lifted, becomes the main drive of government policy and media commentary. The same people that told you Donald Trump would never win, that when he did win, it was because of Russian collusion, then because of racism, that you must follow lockdowns while they don't, masks don't work, and then they do work. The protests during lockdowns are a health intervention that ransacking black communities in the name of fighting racism are more, mostly peaceful, that Jesse Smollett was a victim of a hate crime, that men are toxic, that there is an infinite number of genders and that COVID didn't come from a lab, and then it probably did that closing borders is racist, then that it's the most important thing to do, that the Hunter Biden story is Russian disinformation, and that it's not, that they would not take Trump's vaccine, and then that you must now take it, the vaccine, that Governor Cuomo is a great COVID leader, and that he is a granny killer, that the number of COVID deaths is one thing and then another, and then hospitals are filled with COVID patients, and then that many have caught COVID in the hospital, these same people are now telling you the vaccine is safe. You must take it. And if you don't, you will be a second-class citizen. Understand vaccine hesitancy now. There you go. I, I posted the link on here 
where you can read this. By the way, I, I don't want to be a dick here. Um, I said all the same stuff. If you've been following me ever since all this started, I've said the exact same things. Andrew says, happy hump day. Andrew, what's hump up, my day, man? Hump day, hump day. Adam J says, buenos dias, Arnie and ass family. What's up, Adam J? Kale says, you should stay away from San Francisco because it's a literal shithole. Yeah. Uh, this is spot on to a fucking T. Bing, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So thank you to Douglas for sending me this. I, 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 was, I literally was blown away when I read it last night. I couldn't believe. I, I mean, it's spot on. Everything that that article says is exactly what happened. If you need proof that the media is lying to you, all you got to do is go to that story. And they mentioned Brexit in there, but since we're not a part of fucking Brexit, I didn't want to mention that. But it, it is amazing. It is truly amazing to see what we've put up with since 2016 as Americans. And they want to know why people are not, not, not vaccine hesitant, why we're fucking mad. That story right there. We've been lied to by the government, by half the government at least, and I know the right side lies too. I'll say three-quarters of the government lied to us. All media lied to us. Have you had enough yet? Well, it's going to get worse because now we have to start with the actual stories for today's shows. That fucking cunt, I'm sorry, Representative Maxine Waters... You know the one that said to attack people that were Trump supporters? Calls for the CDC to extend the eviction moratorium. Who is going to stop them? She's called for it. AOC has called for it. And lo and behold, guess what? Joe Biden has proposed to the CDC begin a new 60-day moratorium on evictions. President admits move may be challenged in court. Yes, it's going to be challenged in court because you've already lost at the Supreme Court level. Joe Biden admits it may not be constitutional. Wait a second here. Hold on a second because I have a gotcha with Simone Biles later. If the government, if the president of the United States admits this is not, he's doing something unconstitutional, he should be impeached on the spot. His job is to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. By the way, where is anybody saying anything? Fox News isn't saying anything. Newsmax isn't. This is a story from Great Britain. Douglas, I understand that, that, that he doesn't care about the Constitution. But when it comes out in written form like that, that it may not be constitutional, his job is to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. Now, if they'd like to try to change the Constitution, then it has to go through all kinds of shit. Not that I'm shocked, 
that we're doing stuff that's unconstitutional now? I, I, I mean, I'm not. You have people like a- AOC and Maxine Waters who are excited about this because they're protecting fucking deadbeats as they sit on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. I tell you this right now. If I were to be, like, on a sightseeing trip and I saw AOC sitting with a little fucking Mr. Microphone there on the steps of the United States Capitol, yeah, I'm going to get arrested. Uh, I Look, look. Either the hands are going to get thrown or some feces are going to get thrown. Unbelievable. See, it continues to say in the story, President Joe Biden was under intense pressure from the liberal wing of his party. Um, The President of the United States is always under intense pressure. Uh, 24-7, okay, no matter what. They're under intense pressure. Now, and, and now it's, well, because we have to help people who didn't pay their rents during the, the pandemic, uh, even though we gave them tons and tons of money. They gave you money. Now, now I'll be the first one to say they didn't give you enough to live on. Fuck no. They, I don't even think they gave you enough to fucking pay your bills. But somehow, some people did. Uh, My hat's off to everyone out there, and I mean this sincerely. You guys are my heroes, the ones that are not affected by this, the people who either kept working, maybe some, and and I actually do know some people that did this when their job shut down or they got laid off. You know what they did? They went and got another job. Isn't that weird? Isn't that strange? They went and got another job because they didn't want to suckle off the teat of America. I don't know what sort of legal action can reinstate the eviction moratorium. I, I, I mean, it's unconstitutional what the governor's, uh, what the president's doing. And by the way, he, sh- he should be impeached for it. He's admitting to an unconstitutional act. No, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the story here. Let's go. Um, And as many of you know, she'll have her security detail around her. She pisses a lot of people off and needs protection. Why does she have fucking security? She's a fucking, she's barely a sophomore representative. Why does she have a security fucking detail? Let's see, I need to to get something out of here. What do I need to get out of here? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get rid of that one. We can put that one somewhere else. But I, uh, I need to put a sound effect in this one because I'm tired of, um, there you go. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, I do enjoy playing this. I don't on this moment right here. The city of New York has mandated proof of COVID vaccinations for most indoor activities. Meaning if you want to go out to eat in New York, if you want to go to a Broadway show in New York, 
if you want to do anything in New York City. New York City! Yep, there. Gyms, whatever it is, you have to show them your papers. And I believe that this was one of the first shows in the country, if not the world, that talked about a health care passport? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. That's the new talk, people. I love it. I, I love this. And, and this is so great. Like, I'm watching the news today. And the, the, the left-leaning news needs to sit down and get all their anchors around the country and on the same page. Remember yesterday we reported that we have reached the 70 percentile a month late? Yet they're reporting that this morning on the news that it's only 50%. Butterfly New York, you got, I got your hookup for your card. <laughs> um, they, they were talking about it and he had some fucking shitbag doctor from Parkland on. And I hate this little fucking guy. This little fucking dickhead. He called the virus a disease. The doctor did. The doctor called the virus a disease and said there's no cure for it, but we the only way to stop it is by taking the vaccine. By the way, no one said anything. Well, what about the vaccinated people that get it? Um, excuse me. What, what, what about that? Well, I'm here to tell you, uh, where, where is that story? Is that it? No, that's not it. Is this it? Oh, here it is. This is what nobody's talking about. <whistles> the World Health Organization, they oversee the CDC, have come out and said that most of the fully vaccinated people who do get COVID, the Delta variant, <laughs> are asymptomatic, meaning they can't pass it on so I again ask the simple easy question why do I have to wear a mask I've got the vaccination if I get COVID the Delta variant why do I have to wear a mask I can't pass it on to anybody I thought we were supposed to listen to science the World Health Organization even though they're crooked as a question mark we're supposed to listen to them yet no one is listening why is no one listening? Kale says the vaccine has been proven ineffective at prevention of spread, only that it lessens the effects. Yes, and now if you get it and you have the vaccine, you can't give it out. But nobody's talking about that. Why would anybody bring that up? By the way, all my Nevada listeners, is there a gigantic surge in your hospitals? Because they keep talking about it here in Texas, and I'm not seeing it. I just see it on the news. It's amazing, the lies that they want to tell you. By the way, um... McDonald's has made masks mandatory for all staff 
Oh, and customers. Now, I don't think they can do that here in Texas because there is no mask mandate here in Texas. But I guess if you want to go into a McDonald's, you got to wear a mask. They can go fuck themselves. Yeah. I heard a story uh, during, it was during 2020, you know, during the whole COVID thing, that I heard that McDonald's were turning away people at the drive-thru who weren't wearing a mask. I'm just going to tell you right now, you turn me away to drive-thru for not wearing a mask, well, I'm going to jail. Something's going to get thrown in that McDonald's. Either a spit cup or some soup bones. One of the two. Doug says, I just found out the owner of my company wanted to put in a vaccine mandate, but my boss told him he would lose half the employees. Seems that the mandate isn't moving forward as of now. That's good. Look, 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 look. I want to I get to the next segment. We still got a shit ton of, of stories to get in here. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm just going to do it right now. I'm going to do it right now because I don't care. I, I even have it written because I wanted to make sure I, I said it correctly. Uh, where is this? Simone Biles. A lot of people said I've been really, really hard on Simone Biles. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Way more than half the country is on her side. If Simone Biles is being cheered because she chose her personal well-being, her health, over competing in the Olympics, and we're here and we're cheering for that. You go, girl. Guess who came to her side yesterday? This is how I know I'm right. AOC came to her side and said, what an inspiration. This girl says, my health is more important than anything else. Why aren't people who don't want to get the vaccine being treated the same way? They don't want to get the vaccine because they think it's going to be bad for their health. They don't trust it. They don't know the long-term events. Why is it? You see, this is how liberals always catch themselves in shit piles. This is why you shouldn't lie, because the more you lie the harder it is to backtrack and keep stories straight. Simone Biles held up saying, oh, her mental health and her mental and health well-being. She was looking out for that. Well, if if you're a person that hasn't got vaccinated, and and once again, I'll be completely honest with y'all, I've been vaccinated. Look, I, 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 I applaud everybody that doesn't get vaccinated. I don't care if you don't get vaccinated. Good for, I don't want you to get sick either. I'm not one of those people that says, ah, go ahead and not get vaccinated. Watch you get sick. Ah. I'm not that way. I'm not a fucking evildoer. I think it's your own personal choice. I got it so I can get on a plane in September and come and entertain you guys at the Esquire IMAX. September 17th. Tickets available at arnieradio.com. That's why I got it. I got my card. I got, my, I got my little passport to show them, hey, here you go, fuck off. Now can I take this goddamn mask off? But I, I, it hit me yesterday when I was doing these stories and I saw the AOC story, how she stood up where I'm sitting there going, wait a second. 
and I just saw a picture of AOC sitting on the steps of Congress without a mask on. Now, how can that be? How can that be? That is so weird. That can't be true. It just can't be true. Problem is, is it is true. I honestly, I've gotten to the point where I honestly, I, I don't think they know what is happening in the world. I, I think the quote-unquote leaders that, that we allegedly have, unbelievable, unfucking believable By the way, talking about the protests, do you remember the, the, the couple in St. Louis, Missouri, Remember them, the two lawyers that lived in the gigantic mansion? Gated mansion? Gate, it, their house was gated and their neighborhood was gated. And protesters, and by the way, I just heard uh, at that big dinner that Donald, that, not Donald Trump, I, I was thinking of presidential, uh, Joe Biden spoke at that was $100,000 a plate I told you all about. He said, don't call those people insurrectionists or protesters that broke into the Capitol on January 6th. They were terrorists. So were all the fucking people that terrorized the streets of America during the protests. Including people that broke through a gate to get into a neighborhood. Okay? Then they broke into another gate to get at these people's house. And this, this husband and wife came out. He came out with an AR-15. She came out with a handgun. And you remember the, the district attorney of St. Louis fucking wanted to throw the book at him. They had to give up their guns and everything. Missouri Governor Mike Parson announced Tuesday that he had pardoned Mark and Patricia McCloskey. They contended they were protecting their property. By the way, by the way, the protesters, and there were like 20 or 30 of them, uh, two of them had guns. By the way, those two, the two people that had the guns in the protest, they weren't arrested. Their guns weren't taken from them. Isn't that weird? A grand jury indicted the couple in October. Couple pled guilty to misdemeanor assault and harassment charges. Isn't that amazing that you can, in America, protecting your property, you can get hit with a misdemeanor assault. And by the way, they didn't assault anybody. Everybody was so upset because she pointed a gun at them, at the protesters that were trespassing not only on their house but the entire neighborhood. Uh, Harrison says the McCloskeys, I met them and took a picture with them. Yeah, and they should be pardoned. Their guns should be given back to them. And you know what? I think the district attorney of St. Louis, Missouri, should fucking have to publicly apologize to these people. If this was truly treason and terrorism, why are none of these people being charged with sedition or treason? Because they know they can't get them on it. They know that these people broke and entering. Look, I don't stand for what they did on January 6th. I, I, I don't. 
all the people that were in Washington, D.C., minus, what, that 170 people, there are thousands of people in Washington, D.C. that day. I take my hats to off to all those patriots, the ones that didn't break the law. I'll, I'll, I will be consistent here. I'm with people. If they want to peacefully protest, you go out and do it. And don't try to say that it's not a super spreader event. But you want to protest, you want to go out there and holler, you go ahead and do it. In legal setting places, I, I don't stand behind people that, or I, don't, I, I, I don't have people's backs when it comes to doing it on a freeway. I'll run your ass over. I don't give a fuck. Uh, the wife's gun didn't work. It was a dummy gun used in court because him and his wife are lawyers. The husband's AR was real. Yeah. Uh, and if they know, then that this is nothing but political persecution in the same vein of Stalinist Russia or communist China. Yeah. Best part is they're liberals. Okay. So, yeah. Those two people finally uh, got pardoned, and rightfully so. I've been kind of waiting on that. By the way, Jennifer Aniston, is, she's getting uglier to me as the days go on. I saw a video of the dude in, the, in a MAGA hat yelling at the Capitol Police to call for reinforcements. I've seen that video too, Douglas. Jennifer Anderson has come out and said she's cut people out of her life who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. She told InStyle the people who don't listen to the facts are basing their discussion off of fear or propaganda. I've just lost a few people in my weekly routine who have refused or did not disclose and it was unfortunate. So, so it, you you might have a best friend somewhere. This 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 is great, isn't it? We're watching relationships end over this, all over a vaccine, from something that you're probably not going to die of. If you're a healthy person like Jennifer Aniston is in her early fifties. If, God forbid, she were to get COVID, you know, let me take that back. God hope she gets COVID now after getting the vaccination. I'd like to see what she has to say then. Having to put masks on again. Having to figure out, oh, I'm going to this place to eat today. Do I have to wear a mask? I'll tell you this right now. Uh, starting today, if your restaurant or, or anything, and there's no state mandate on masks, if you force your customer to wear a mask, I will not go there ever again, ever. Not just during the mask time, but you've lost me as a customer forever. Sorry, not sorry. DXL, I'm still robbing your ass blind when I come to Sacramento. And I hope that you have the mask mandate involved. By the way, at my stand-up show, if there's a mask mandate, as soon as you guys get seated, take off the fucking masks. I ain't going to say anything. 
<laughs> Arnie, you need to update the Katie Couric video with Jennifer Aniston. Hello, Jen. I'm Arnie. I've been poked, and now I want to poke you. Problem is, I, I don't want to poke her anymore. That not Hearing this, I, I, like literally, she's disgusting to me. She's fucking gross. I, I, I'd rather have sex with Chandler. Uh, and, and by the way, you don't know what the Katie Curry is. Back when I did another show, I, I did a video, and I, I wanted to have sex with Katie Kirk, and it was really gross, and it's just stupid to do anyway. By the way, some asshole is – by the way, I like this. Uh, this is an asshole. This is a guy named uh, Leo Terrell. He's a contributor on, on Fox. And finally, somebody is calling out the stupidity on the show The View. Because I guess somebody was fucking criticizing Vice President and the Indian giant Kamala about low low approval ratings. And Joy Behar, who I still don't know how has a job, but okay, has come out and said, if you criticize the Vice President of the United States of America for doing a piss-poor job, you are nothing more than a racist and a sexist. Ladies, how can you even get fired from a job? I, I, I mean, seriously. It took her more, and by the way, she still hasn't been to the southern border. I lost count of the days. She went to El Paso. She is the immigration czar. There are literally thousands of immigrants living under bridges in South Texas right now. Do you remember the beginning of Scarface where they put all the Cubans under the freeways and they, they, they put cages up or fences up to where they couldn't get out? That's what they're doing here now. They aren't testing these people for COVID. They're not wearing masks. They're not sticking them when they walk into the country. I tell you what, you want to get the fucking numbers up? If you want to come into America, you got to get the shot, motherfucker. How about that? Unbelievable. Now we can't criticize. I guess we can't criticize Joe because, well, Joe, if we criticize Joe, we would be that would be elder abuse. Christ's sake. Scott says, Jennifer Aniston can eat a bag of ducks. I mean, probably dicks. Uh, you know she'll be at Obama's birthday this weekend wearing no mask, no social distancing, and landing her private jet in Martha's Vineyard claiming they care about climate change. Uh, Correct the mundo. It's totally going to happen. Of course she's going to be there. There's going to be 500 people there. None of them are going to be wearing masks. Tell you what, if Barack Obama's smart, and he is pretty smart, he will make everybody wear a mask. I thought that I thought the party already happened, but I, it might be this weekend. It might be I don't know. By the way, um, there's a trial that's starting, and monthly payments of up to three hundred dollars per child are starting today for most families in America. 
I'm going to read this for you. What did Aniston do? She's cutting people out of her life who don't get vaccinated. She thinks they're, they're too stupid to be around her. Uh, the U.S. government sends out up to $300 a month per child to millions of families. The payments could end up coming for years. A prediction made by some analysts and advocates, regardless of whether they support or oppose the expanded child tax credit payout, which are starting Thursday and stem from March's $1.9 trillion stimulus law. Well, because it's our government, it's running shitty. Uh, hey, government, I have six children. I'd like $1,800 a month, please. Once again, this is why people aren't going to go back to work. Remember the clip I played yesterday uh, uh, of the uh, bar rescue guy, John Taffer? They're going to continue sending people out money? Then. Why do we even have America anymore? I, I don't get it. Oh, that started in July? Okay, I just got the story yesterday. Okay, my bad. That, that, that's my bad, Brian. I am sorry about that. I just saw it yesterday. That's my fault. Yeah, deny that shit. If they overpay you, you got to pay it at tax time. You're going to have to, hey, by the way, you're going to have to pay all this shit at tax time. Government ain't, and by the way, by the way, the money that they're giving you is your money. Once again, it's not like that the government, you know, reached into their bank because they're selling T-shirts and everybody, and, and, and the government gets all this money from USA T-shirts and they're giving it to you. No, no, this is the money that we pay in taxes. And they're going, oh, well, here you go. You can have it back. And then we're going to tax you on it again, so we'll get it back from you anyway. Now, if you're a vaccinated person and you've lost your card because that's what you need to show now in New York to eat, um, this is what you're supposed to do. The paper card contains vital information. The brand, as well as the dates. Uh, let's see. Get an official record of your vaccination history online. Residents can visit my vaccine record page on the city's health department. This is in New York. Get official copy of their record. They, they can request an official record of your vaccination history via mail. So there's all, there's all kind of things that they're telling you you're going to have to do if you want to go out to eat or see a movie in the NYC. Where, Joe, the amount I owe taxes is what I got from the government. <laughs> it is very weird about that. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's see. Oh, and the other great news that happened yesterday. I, I've got four more stories in this first break, and I'm going to get through them pretty quick because they're all disgusting and shitty. Joe Biden, pres President Dipshit himself, this guy right here. I remember walking in in the Senate chamber, uh, in the Senate gym, uh, 
Like in a YMCA, the, uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty I was fully clothed. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Corn Pop was a bad dude. But he's not as bad as Andrew Cuomo. Biden came out and is calling for Cuomo's resignation because of what happened yesterday. It came out that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, employees in his office, police officers, nurses, anybody that this freak could get his hands on, he was kissing and rubbing his crotch up against them. Now, now, and, and by the way, there's no signs that he's going to step down. But when the president says you need to go ahead and resign, especially when that president is Joe Biden, how low are you, Andrew Cuomo, that Joe Biden even thinks you're a dirtbag? Good God. And the only thing that makes that story even better Yes, Andrew. In New York State, sexual harassment, bad. Genocide of old people, good. <laughs> the more you know. Where do I have that damn sound effect? Oh, crap. I don't even know anymore. I I, I thought I had it somewhere. I, I put it somewhere good, didn't I? Jesus, I'm so bad at this show. There it is, found it. His brother Fredo, Chris Cuomo. Oh, this is so delicious. And this is going to get Andrew in so much more trouble. Was part. <laughs> oh, addict to Brian, that is better. Anthony Weiner is calling for Fredo's resignation. Yeah, Fredo's the brother, Chris. I, I, but it doesn't matter. Anthony Weiner should just shut the fuck up. This guy's sending dick pics on his wife's fucking computer, and she was the campaign manager for Hillary Clinton. Andrew Cuomo actively consulted his young brother, Chris, who has no official role in the executive chamber. Investigators found the CNN anchor was part of Cuomo's inner circle of advisors who urged him to express contrition after allegations emerged in February. Chris Cuomo was forced to apologize in May after admitting to taking part in official calls during advising brother during the scandal. Chris Cuomo should be fired for CNN because he has no journalistic integrity. Oh, wait. Nobody at CNN has any fucking, uh, uh, any kind of credibility or integrity whatsoever. And you have a governor rubbing his big, crazy Italian cock all over people there. I'll tell you this right now. Ratburger, I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll email you the thing. Uh, or uh, Ratburger, if you can just go on and, and uh, 
that story I read earlier, that, 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 that mega thread. You know what? Hold on a second. I can't, oh, wait, did I delete? I have not deleted. Hold on a second here. It's under amazing. Let me send this out real quick. Oh, here we go. Uh, forward. There you go, buddy. All right, I've sent it to you now. If you want to put it up on the main page, uh, arnieradio.com, that'd be great. Um, yeah, Chris Cuomo should be fired from CNN and, and never get another job hosting any kind of journalistic program. Speaking of non-journalism, th- this, this story just makes me laugh. This would be like telling Sesame Street, why don't you teach kids about the numbers? NPR. NPR announces that now journalists will be allowed to openly engage in political activism. Um, um, what have they? El- what else have they been doing on NPR? NPR is left radio. And by the way, it's funded by taxpayers. Last month, National Public Radio loosened its ethics policy, which long prevented correspondents from taking a public p- position on controversial or polarizing issues. My fucking hairy ball sack. That's all they do. Does anybody listen to NPR anymore? Well, we're going to make the announcement. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for telling us that you're slanted. Now, this last story I'm going to do, it's about abortion. And let me be open, honest, frank, Arnie, whatever my name is, with you. When it comes to the matter of the abortion, I think that is a personal choice and no one, should have anything to say to you about it. Now, if you're the father of the, then then maybe you guys can talk, but it's up to the lady. It's her body. It's her rights. Okay? I'm cool with that. If that's the way you want to do it. There's a whistleblower that is now reporting this. The former director of three different Planned Parenthood clinics in Arizona said over the weekend that the organization had them pressure illegal immigrants to get abortions by threatening them with deportation. Please don't do that! Maya Rodriguez, who spoke out at the Democrats for Life over the weekend, claimed that the abortion giant roped her in when she was undocumented herself. For 16 years, I devoted my life to Planned Parenthood as an undocumented immigrant. Planned Parenthood opened the doors to the American dream. They hired me knowing I was undocumented. 
explaining how she saw Planned Parenthood's willingness to hire her despite her lack of citizenship as the greatest and most kind thing they could do. She later learned they had brought her on to attract other illegal immigrant women who didn't know what Planned Parenthood was. After being fired in 2017 when she reported unsafe medical practices, she sued Planned Parenthood for wrongful termination under the Whistleblower Protection Act and won $3 million in damages. So I guess this lady is kind of knowing what she's talking about. How disgusting is that? Here's somebody who wants to come to this country to maybe start over and maybe give their child an actual chance at a life that they wouldn't get in Mexico. And the people at Planned Parenthood said, no, 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 just abort that thing. If you don't, then we're going to have to send you back. Planned Parenthood has no authority to send anyone back. The problem is, is that a lot of undocumented immigrants don't understand that. They don't get it. And it's disgusting. Andrew says, I haven't listened to NPR for years because of that reason. They're so left, they make Karl Marx look like a centrist. Jesus, that's bad. That is so bad. Oh, man. All right, that does it for the first segment of the show. I even gave you extra stuff with the Simone Biles thing. I, I, I'm, I'm still, I, I don't know if I want to say I'm gobsmacked by it, but it, it, is, it is shocking to me. That you stand up and you, you you praise this young lady for not going on, yet you 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 fucking ruin people's lives when they don't want to take your vaccine. Awesome. I tell you what, I couldn't be more proud to be an American than I am right now. If you can tell, that is sarcasm. <laughs> Texas smile. 
A reckon that I am But this thing's going on Make me mad down to the core I have to work like a dog To make ends meet There's crooked politicians And crime in the street And I'm madder than hell And I ain't gonna take it no more We tell our kids to just say no And then some panty-waist judge Let's a drug dealer go He slaps him on the wrist And he turns it back out on the town but if I had my way with people selling dope I'd take a big tall tree and a short piece of rope I'd hang them up behind a little swing till the sun goes down Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land You better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple man Now I'm the kind of man who wouldn't harm a mouse But if I catch somebody breaking in my house I got a 12-gauge shotgun waiting on the other side So don't go pushing me against my will I don't want to have to fight you but a darn show if you don't want trouble, then you better just pass me on by. As far as I'm concerned, there ain't no excuse for the raping and the killing and the child abuse. I got a way to put an end to all that madness. Sing it, Charlie. You just take them rascals out in the swamp. I'll put them on the knees and tie them to a stump. Let the rattlers and the bugs and the alligators do the rest. Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Well, the good book says it, so I know it's true I'm for an eye and a two-fold You better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple
before we get back going into the grind of things here, um, yesterday, uh, thanks to Young Harm. Young Harm, I, I, I can't say enough for, for Young Harm and how much he has helped out this show with all his wonderful graphics he does for the show. And he doesn't expect anything for it right now. I can't pay him for it soon. I'd love to be able to. Uh, he, he's a, uh, an awesome, awesome artist, and he does great work all the time on the website. He came up with this awesome idea for the You Make the Call for the Mount Rushmore uh, on Friday because we didn't have really a one locked in place yesterday. We did Greatest Clint Eastwood characters. So we put it up yesterday on social media. These are some of the comments. I think I've come up with one. But I'm going to need y'all on Mixler to, to give me the thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, let's see. Uh, best Hollywood Rack, best guitar player. I saw that one a couple times. Greatest guitar players. That's not a bad one. Cloud types. No. no. Kool-Aid flavors. Retired Taco Bell menu items. Okay. Hey, Jim, thank you so much. Now, Scott came up with one, Olympic athletes, and that made something in my head ring, but we'll get back to that. Uh, Mike says, have you done a Mount Rushmore of worst movie sequels ever? No, that's not a bad idea there either. Do vice presidents that became presidents or best first ladies? Richard says, do porn stars. Richard, you did miss that one. We did that one. Comedy specials, greatest college football t coaches, that's not bad, uh, Zach. Scotty says, biggest quitters. Okay. As presents you, make the call. Man, those were great commercials back in the day. Yep. And then IBM presents, you make the call. I've got a great graphic for that that Young Harm did as well. So as I was thinking about this yesterday, the Olympic thing hit me and the quitters hit me. I don't know how to phrase this, but biggest Olympic either embarrassments or disappointments, the Mount Rushmore of of the bad Olympics or something like that. And I have I I I've, I have sixteen. Now I'm going to ask you, ask family, is that a worthy one? I mean, because it's topical. The Olympics uh, end, I think, this week. So does that one work? Biggest Olympic fails. How does that work for you guys? Olympic zeros. Like it. Like that. Oh, I like that a lot. That's better. Yeah, biggest Olympic flops. I like it. B. Coop says yes. Oh, yeah. V. Coop, I think, you know what? I think we're going to call it. The, the Mount Rushmore of Olympic, and, and if Young Harm's listening, I hope he is. I don't know if he is or not. Uh, but cross out the H and replace it with a Z. Zeros. Wait, 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 Olympic heroes, Olympic zeros. And I, I, I have plenty for it already. So, yes, that will be Friday. Olympic zeros will be Friday. Fantastic. Cannot wait. Oh, this is going to be awesome. People are going to be pissed. Can't wait. Maybe I'll get kicked off another social media. I don't know. 
Yeah, if you weren't here earlier, I've been uh, I've been grounded from TikTok for one day due to a joke. And and by the way, the joke. Are you guys ready for this? You've heard all the jokes. I've shared every joke with you guys. The joke that got me suspended for a 24-hour period. You ready? What do the Kardashians and Hurricane Katrina have in common? They both swallowed hundreds of black children. That's the joke that got me in trouble. I just want to point that out. No racism there. No race. Plenty of black kids got swallowed by Hurricane Katrina. Is it a sad story? Yeah, but, you know, all the loads that fucking Kim has taken down her gullet. Andrew says, Jesus, that's the joke? Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, I've been waiting for somebody to do it, and it came out this morning. Uh, Andrew says, I've heard much worse. I've told much worse. On TikTok, the new infrastructure bill that has been released is 2,702 pages long. Somebody has done the due diligence to go through it and see what kind of fucking pork is on this. So I should share this with you. Are you ready? $250 million of this trillion dollar, right? This is a, a, the $1 trillion bill. $250 million for an invasive plant species removal program. It's going to cost $250 million to do that. Okay. Another $50 million for studies on how to tax Americans for driving and studies on people hitting deer. I don't know what that has to do with infrastructure. On page 508 is a pilot program for a national motor vehicle per mile user fee, which is basically a long-term plan to make it too expensive to drive a car. You'll be taxed for your miles. Pete Buttigieg is behind this. Why? Because he's the one who came out and declared America's roads are racist. $50 million more million for 10 transportation resilience and adapta- uh, adaptation centers of excellence, which will do climate change reports and engage disadvantaged communities. Now, this one seems relative. At first... An upgrade to the Amtrak train service in Canada. We're not making this up, people. But roads are typically black, not white. How are they? they, they Douglas, you don't need to ask. Look, look here. I'm going to post this one up there, too. And they, they give you responses of all this stuff.
Here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, combating human trafficking is infrastructure, apparently. Promoting more lady truckers is infrastructure, even though gender isn't really a thing anymore, I thought. Studying the safety of limousines is infrastructure. All new cars will have to be equipped with a breathalyzer. Smoking weed and driving. That's another part of infrastructure that they're going to spend money on. Sport fishing and recreational boating safety, also in infrastructure. Uh, $2.5 billion in green energy subsidies for schools and nonprofits. How about a Digital Equity Act? Next $5 billion for electric cars and $250 million for electric ferries. Now, there are no electric gay people out there. I just want to point that out. They're talking about boats this time, those kind of ferries. $2.6 billion for NOAA. Those science bitches pop up every single spending bill. $50 million just for the state of Utah. $16.3 $16.3 billion for DOE, renewable energy. That's, that, that is not infrastructure. $21.5 billion on clean energy demonstrations. million for the FCC. Are you fucking serious? The Federal Communications Commission is getting $14 billion more? Hello, looking into regulating the Internet. There's a future band joke. What do roads and slaves who refuse to escape have in common? They both have black and yellow stripes. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even going to try that one, V. Coop. That one's too good to even try. The Department of Homeland Security, they're going to get their money. They're going to get $300 million. Fish and Wildlife Service is getting $455 million, along with another $500 million for a U.S. Geological Survey. $2 billion for the EPA, three and a half for Indian Health Services. That's infrastructure. $75 million on the Open Challenge and Research Proposal Pilot Program. I could go on and on and on. This, this, this is ridiculous. This is, this is infrastructure? I'm barely hearing anything about the roads except that they're racist. Bridges. Tunnels. 
At least I didn't see a high-speed train in there anywhere. I've got that going for me. The whole, uh, everything, look, you can read the digital, uh, this whole infrastructure bill. If you've got time to read all 2,702 pages of it. Um, all right, let's continue this bullshit. Uh, Dateline, South Lake Tahoe, California. <laughs> some areas of the South Shore are going to be closed after some chipmunks tested positive for, you ready? No, no, it, it, it's not coronavirus. No, it's the plague. Seems those damn boobons are at it again, causing the bubonic plague to happen. The U.S. Forest Service will be conducting vector control treatments. El Dorado County spokesperson Carla Haas said that chipmunks were tested, had no contact with any people. So if you're in Lake Tahoe and you see a chipmunk, Fucking roll up your windows and run over that motherfucker because he's got the plague. The plague is an infectious bacterial disease that tends to spread by chipmunks, other wild rodents, and their fleas. For humans, symptoms can show up within two weeks of exposure. By the way, if it's caught early, it can be treated. If not, you will die. Once again, the plague. It's not something, some crazy sniffles. This is actually something that can kill you. No, we ain't gonna. We, we aren't gonna take that serious though. <laughs> God damn! I swear to God. Oh, the fucking world that we live in. It's so great. Um. Once again. Uh, PG&E, I, I have this story again. I don't know why I have it again. I might have just deleted it yesterday. A tree leaning onto PG&E power lines is under investigation in Plumas County. We talked about this yesterday, and I, I, I feel that we need to talk about it yet again today, and I'm sorry that we're going to talk about it two days in a row, but I'm not sorry. And here's the reason I'm not sorry. PG&E, we can all agree, we all pretty much hate PG&E, right? They charge you ungodly fees, and we're told they're responsible. And, and from what I understand, they are responsible for the Paradise Fire. But you see, this is what happens, people. This is what happens. This is the conversation I had yesterday. All these environmentalists... All these people, especially like in the Tahoe region area everywhere, they want to make sure that the invisible shrimp that's living somewhere in the ground is protected. It's endangered, and they need to uh, protect it. And if you were to ask those people whose life is more important, the shrimps or a human beings, I think about 95% would say the shrimp's life is more important. Well, the shrimp was here first. Well, not if the shrimp... If the shrimp's lifespan is like 2,000 years, then maybe. I don't think it is. 
Not if I'm around it. That shrimp's lifespan is as long as I can pull the legs off and eat the some bitch. But they won't allow PG&E. They won't allow the states that these parks are in to come in there. And I won't say rake the forest because everybody loses their mind, even though that is the actual term. They won't allow anyone to clean the forest. So let's just say that. Clean the forest. Meaning you get all those dead shit, all the dead trees, all the dead bushes, all the dead shit that's there. And everybody's saying, oh, these fires are burning so much hotter. See, that shows the temperatures are rising. No, 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 no. The reason why they're burning hotter is because there's more fuel. If you want to make a fire hotter, you put more fuel in it. And that's what they've done. By now not allowing these these parks and these forests to be cleaned out because you have to save the invisible squid or whatever the fuck it is. Do you know the problem? This is the problem that I have. Wait, well, you talked about, yeah, I did talk about this yesterday, and I will tell you that Charlton Heston died of Alzheimer's. But it's a big enough story because it's starting to go even more viral about this. Everybody wants to blame PG&E. You know who's to blame? The environmentalists. And the environmentalists are not doing their job because that squid they're protecting, if we clean out the forest, it might leave that, that area and go to another area and live. But you see, what they're doing is they're allowing the squid not to be messed with. That squid's going to stay in that same spot, and you know what that squid's going to do? It's going to end up burning to death because they would not allow it. So who's doing more for the actual environment? The people cleaning the forest or the people saying no cleaning of the forest? I, I, I'm so mad at this story, and, and, and I'm no giant fan of PG&E, but they aren't the sole blame here. I, I think they're about five or six rungs down on the blame. And it's just, it's so, it makes me so mad. All right, let, let's talk about fun stuff now, shall we? And and I'm going to get into this. I don't think Harrison's here this morning, or he was. The the Big 12 and the Pac-12 commissioners are going to meet on scheduling alliance and a merger, possibly. Boy, because that makes total sense. Let me tell you, for a school like TCU, based in Fort Worth, Texas, or even better, you know what, I'll get out of my comfort state, and I will go to the University of West Virginia. Home of the inbreeders. Hmm? Mountaineer, Mountaineers, I'm sorry. I'm so, I, 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 always, I always mess that up. The Mountaineers. And they play on Eastern Standard Time. So now, if you join the Big 12 or the Pac-12 to make a super conference, you're telling me that fans from West Virginia, might have to stay up until 10 o'clock at night, their time, to see their game. 
How is that fair? Hmm? How is that right? Look, if you want the rescheduling and the restructuring done, let's use some common sense, shall we? Let, let, let's just use common sense. Let's break it down. Let, let, let's break it down into six conferences. Three majors, three non-majors. You've got the Western, the Central, and the East. There you go. If you're on Central Standard Time, you're in the Central Division. Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, Missouri, Oklahoma State. Anybody, Nebraska, you're, you're on that time clock. Now, if you're on the East Coast time, wait, hold on, let, let, let's see something here. Uh, let's see, uh, map, map of time zones. All right, here we go. So, I, I can build this conference real quick. Oh, look at that, Alabama, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Tennessee, uh, the University of Tennessee is on the Eastern Standard Time, so they have to play on the East Coast. Now, I'm, I'm fine with that. You got Florida, Florida State, Georgia, South Carolina, Clemson, Syracuse, who suck, Penn State, Ohio State, Minnesota, Michigan would be in the Central. <laughs> what do West Virginians and sandwich meat have in common? They're both in bread. Yep, stealing that one for tomorrow, V-Coop. Thank you so much, my friend. Wait, I got to write that one down. What? do I, I'm going to tell it a little differently. What do Tennesseans? <laughs> and sandwich bread, or sandwich meat, ha meat, have in common. Both are in bread. That's fucking great, dude. V Coop, you are the man. I'm all for primetime night games. Harrison, you're not going to get primetime. That ain't going to be prime. It'll be primetime on the West Coast, which means nobody will watch it. Let's say that Texas Tech has an amazing gunslinger of a quarterback who's got a chance to win the Heisman Trophy, and it comes down to the last week. Guess what, East Coast voters? I ain't going to see the game because it's on too late for them. So there you go. I'd love to see that broke down. I'd like to see anybody beat the central fucking time zone. Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama. Yeah, Nebraska, they used to be worth the shit. LSU's in there. Illinois, Minnesota. Michigan, and you know what, that, that, that weird time zone that's like right next to the, the mountain time zone, you guys can have that. That can all be the West Coast. That'd be the way to do it, wouldn't it? I mean, Pac-12, they're going to have Washington, Oregon, SC, UCLA, Nevada. UNLV and that being that bottom conference. But do it that way. God damn. Is it, is it that hard? I don't think it's that hard, people. Living in, a, in this world is not that hard. 
Andrew, did you say LSU? Go Tigers. Oh, God damn it. Where, where the hell is he? Uh, is he in here? There he is. Go Tigers. There you go. There you go. God love Ed Ogeron. Except when we beat his ass, hopefully. I mean, that would be the smartest way to do it, wouldn't it? I, that's just me. I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, a genius here. I just, just happen to play one on an internet show. It's crazy. Did you see what happened yesterday in the NBA? <laughs> I'm just telling you this right now. If the Los Angeles Lakers do not win a championship next year, I don't ever, ever want to hear that LeBron James is the greatest player in NBA history. And by the way, by the way, if they win one next year, I still don't want to hear he's the greatest player in NBA history. So you remember we were talking about this. The Lakers just signed Michael Westbrook, right? Guy from Oklahoma City. He's going to be joining LeBron, Anthony Davis, everybody. I don't know. I even know who's on the Lakers thing. But yesterday, they signed Carmelo Anthony. Stop it. Get some help. I mean, really? You're, you're, you're signing Carmelo Anthony because he's finally going to get to play with his buddy LeBron? Are you out of your fucking mind? Carmelo Anthony sucks. Carmelo Anthony has sucked his entire career. I will say this right now. LeBron is never going to get to shoot. This is not a dream team. This is a nightmare team. It's Russell Westbrook. Sorry, Russell Westbrook. He's going to throw up 41 shots a game. Melo's going to throw up 35 in his limited time in the game. If I'm Anthony Davis, I'm asking for a trade. I don't want to be associated with this team. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Charles Barkley got called out a couple years ago for, for questioning the almighty LeBron. He says, does this guy not want to be challenged? You want to get all the greatest players in the league on your team? How's that a challenge then? This is, this, this, I, I, I just laugh at this. This is too funny. This is just too goddamn funny. Oh, my God. Anthony flourished in bench role with Portland. A former, a former top draft pick is now a bench player, and you're signing him, and you're thinking that's the missing piece? Come on, man. Come on. Here's the sad part. Carmelo Anthony only needs 40 points to pass Moses Malone for ninth on the all-time NBA scoring list. Moses Malone was such a better player. Adam J says, fuck, I thought Melo died 20 years ago. He pretty much did. His game did. (laughs) 
So, so next year's title should be the Lakers against the Nets, right? Because isn't Chris Paul about to sign with somebody? And Ka- Kawhi Leonard didn't re-sign with the Clippers, so he's going somewhere else. The NBA is just a gigantic shit show. That's all it is. And if you're an NBA fan, I feel bad for you. I, I, I truly do. Mainly for the simple fact that your league is terrible now. And by the way, heading down that train is college football. Let's see what else is happening in the world of sports. Uh, Mello joins that. Dodgers fans greet Astros with booze and projectiles. Good. By the way, by the, have you guys noticed something? I've noticed this, and I don't care for it at all. Um, uh, people are running on baseball fields way too much lately. Like, interrupting the game. I don't know if this is a, a, a viral challenge, a, a, a social media challenge, but I'm here to tell you. If a player or a security guard, like, breaks your neck or collarbone, I don't feel bad for you whatsoever. You're running on the field. You're lucky the players don't get involved. You run on an NBA, NFL field, see what happens. Run on the ice in hockey, see what happens. Mike D says, is a Laker fan, this is a joke. Let me ask you this. You're a Lakers fan. I'm cool with that. Oh, oh, I got to do that for sure. Uh, As a Laker fan, wouldn't you have tried to get Chris Paul or Kawhi Leonard more so than Melo? Wouldn't you get guys who are actually like, at least D- I, Chris Paul is kind of eh, a stretch for me. I'll just say the name just to say it. But there's got to be gu- better guys that you could have gone after than Mello and Russell Westbrook. Where was OJ hiding before the famous white Bronco chase Austin? That's the last play people look to find a football player. Oh, Harrison. 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 You're going to take shots at the horns on this show? Let's remember that our mascot has never freaked out and run headfirst into a wall, killing itself. Yes, our mascot is doped up, but what happens when you fuck with Bevo? Well, ask that little fucking shit dog from Georgia what happens. Mike says, yes, they're so thirsty to gain that 17th to overtake Boston. Ain't going to happen with your current squad, partner. Um, Now, this is something that happened on this day in history. Oh, no. Introducing our new Nuggets? No. I'm not doing an ad for for that place. Damn, those aren't Nuggets. Those are fucking chunks. I should call them chicken chunks there at Popeye's. All right, here we go. Here's Ventura, RBI single in the first. Watch out. Oh, look at this. Don't do it. Wham, 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 wham. The greatest baseball fight in the history of the game happened on this day in 1993. The day that Robin Ventura lost his fucking mind. 
He got hit with a curveball by Nolan Ryan and then charged the plate. And Nolan put him in a headlock and went, Watow! Watow! Hucha! Papa! I think somewhere it was either the second second one went Paya! The third one went Kapuya! Kapuya! What an awesome day that was. Oh, I'd never been that fired up before. I remember watching that. I had a softball game that night. I went like five for five with five bombs because I was just going crazy. I was so pumped up. Fucking Robin Ventura. What a piece of garbage. Mmm. Oh, I saw oh yeah, I saw it happen during I was watching the game before I went to my softball game. That motherfucker ran out there and got his ass whooped. Punk ass. If I were to see Robin, you know, I wouldn't even say anything to him. I wouldn't even clown him for getting beat up by a 46-year-old man at the time. I'd just look at him and go, you should have known better. You should have known better. Motherfucker. Punk ass. Oh, that was a great moment. Anything else happening in the sports world? Nothing I want to see. Kemba to join the Knicks after OKC buyout. Why would anybody want to join the fucking Knicks? All right, enough of that shit. Uh, okay, so yeah, we are we are sure that tomorrow we're gonna do. Yeah, okay, okay. By the way, uh, there there is talk of another one of these dumb fights with the Paul brothers. By the way, who are in trouble right now because they rode their beach on, or they, they drove their Jeep on the beach, and I think they live in Puerto Rico, so they don't have to pay so much in taxes or Puerto Vallarta. I don't know where the fuck. I don't care. They drove their car on the beach while turtles were nesting. That's very illegal to do, so they're being investigated in that, which they'll probably buy their way out of because they are rich millionaires. Uh, I'm still laughing at Bevo going after that dog. MMA legend Anderson Silver Silva is said that he is more than willing to go into the ring with Logan Paul. Silva, who's 46, turned back the clock in June when he took part in a sanctioned boxing match and beat former middleweight champ Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who, by the way, just full disclosure, wasn't that great of a fighter to begin with. So he beat him. They're trying to claim the the that equals to the fight that that Logan Paul had with Floyd Mayweather when Mayweather knocked him out in the fourth round, but then held him up until he got his his wits about him and continued the fight. They they want this and and what I'm reading is Anderson Silva doesn't want this as an exhibition. He wants to fight Logan Paul. This is what I want. They, they, do you want my dream scenario? This is my dream scenario. And sadly, I only think there's one guy who's brazen enough to do it. And that guy is somebody who I don't like anymore, and that's Conor McGregor. I only would hope that Tyrone Woodley does it to his brother Jake Paul, that punk-ass little fuck. 
I want one of these MMA guys. I want him to full-on karate the shit out of the Pauls. That's why I, I don't care if I get disqualified in the match. I'm going to do a flying heel kick right into fucking Jake Paul's temple. That's what I want to see. I want to see you put him in a submission move, something like that, to where and, and don't let the referee break you off. I want Anderson Silva to fucking front kick Logan Paul in the face, just like Steven Seagal taught him how to do it. By the way, that was a joke, even though Steven Seagal did take credit for that. Oh, yeah, Stackhart says one of the Diaz brothers just jabbed the shit out of him. i tell you this right now. Notice how Jake Paul or Logan Paul have yet to call out a Diaz. Now, I am not a fan of the Diaz brothers because they're dirtbags from Stockton, but they are, they are tougher than a fucking $2 steak. Those boys, I, I'm just telling you this right now. If Nate Diaz got to fight him, Jake Paul might get pregnant at the end of that fight. And I I think they tried to make the mistake of calling out Canelo Alvarez. You're gonna you, you want to get in a boxing match with with the best boxer in the world right now, pound for pound? Well, that's about the stupidest thing I ever heard. Okay, you you go right ahead. You you just do that. Um, now speaking of social media idiots and, and assholes. Uh, oh, that's not the story I want. Nope, that ain't it. I want this one right here. Um, this is a disgusting story. A YouTube trans star, Chris Chan. I don't know this person. I, I don't go on YouTube a lot. Um, he's 39 or she's 30. I, I don't know if it's Christine Chandler arrested in Virginia. On Jesus, on charges involving her 79-year-old mother who has dementia, Chris Chan is arrested on incest charges after raping her 79-year-old dementia-suffered mother. Now, now, come on. Come on. And by the way, I guess he's going from male to female, but he's still got the male parts and able to pull off said rape. Now, when you do that, uh, by the way, let's just go ahead and clear this up real quick. When you get thrown in prison, they're not going to continue the whole... uh, the surgery thing. Oh, I know that the libtards and all the fucking progressives and all the crybabies will say, well, he's transitioning, he's transitioning to a she. She, she wants to be she. Well, she wants to be she so bad, why in the fuck did she rape her mama? 
who's got dementia. She thinks she was going to forget about it? Christopher says, oh, Jesus, Chris Chan is a rabbit hole unto itself. You don't rape a 79-year-old with dementia. You elect them president. <laughs> How could I be the president of the United States of America? Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, what? Neil? Neil, I miss oh, you, man. Oh, man. I miss you. I promise you, the president has a big stick. That's his tender line. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And by the way, by the way, you don't let this guy go to a woman's prison. I identify as a female. I'd like to go to the female prison. Nope. Yet they're doing it. I don't know who sent me the story. I, I, I've lost it. I, I don't know where it is. The story about how males that are getting sent to California's female prisons, female prisoners are getting pregnant due to all the rapes happening. Once again. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. If I sit here and rub my temples, maybe you guys can tell me this. Because, like, I, I just don't understand it anymore. <sighs> What's more important? Being fair or, or, or being realistic. If you put a guy who's been in prison into a woman's prison because he says he identifies as a female, yet he's never shown any of that, or he's only recently started showing that, Where's the person that's using logic in that situation? I, I'm just wondering. Uh, Christopher says, my wife says there are two pregnant women so far in her prison. Christopher, I didn't know your wife was in prison. That's crazy. Now I know where you have all that time to go see movies. Jesus. You see, see criminals tend to lie. Especially people in prison, they lie. Not all of them. I'd say it's in the 90 percentile. They lie. They're criminals. They're going to do whatever they can to get out of that terrible situation that they're in for hopefully a better one. And that better one is going to a place where you know nobody's really going to whip your ass. And you can fucking run around in there just fucking knocking chicks up left and right. Well, to be fair, Ernie Christopher does live in Fresno. That is true. That is true. He dodges bullets every morning taking kids to school, which I would think that would be enough for your wife to get off of whatever charges she was caught under. Doug says, no, they are speaking their truth. I mean, did, did Gavin Newsom or the head of California prisons go, okay, but if I hear of one pregnancy, I'm shutting this down. You know, like your parents and that false threat your parents would give you as a kid. If I hear one peep out of that room, 
It's lights out. He hears a peep and he doesn't get up. Come on. And by the way, I know. That's right. She's in prison. But she gets out today at 5. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Reunited and it feels so good, Christopher. I, I know your wife's not in prison. That's okay. Uh, but the idea that, that these men are going to come in there now, it, and by the way, that was a good idea. In fucking whose world? In whose world was that a good idea? I mean, we can be open and honest on this show, and I can put the brakes on, and we can have discussions about things. I'd like to have a discussion about this right here, right now. I want to know the dummy in charge of that. And that dummy should not only be fired, but should not ever be able to get a job that requires more than using a rake. That's it. If you have a job where you have to push buttons, that's too complicated for this stupid person. You have a a job that drives, nope, can't do that. Only this stupid fuck can rake shit up. That's it. Come on. I, I really wish that I made a lot of these stories up. I don't. I don't make any of these stories up. These are all real stories. Uh, let's see. Mayor of Boston equates proof of vaccination mandates to slavery. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I got to click on that. Acting Boston mayor uses slavery, Trump, to shoot down questions about vaccine passports. Kim Janney shut down talks of mandating proof of vaccinations in the city, comparing such papers to the Jim Crow era. We know that those type of things are difficult to enforce when it comes to vaccines. There's a long history in this country of people needing to show their papers. Whether we're talking about this during slavery, post-slavery, as recent as you know. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, why, why, why don't you just do this? And by the way, the mayor is a black woman of Boston. How about you just keep it where we've all kept it at the concentration camp level? You don't have to go that far back. Okay, uh, I, I know the Jews are forgotten people, and, and, and a lot of people have turned their back on them, Ben and Jerry. Um, I haven't turned my back on my Israeli brothers and sisters. I know that they are our greatest ally, and I'd like to keep them as such a great ally. Filmmaker Ken Bur- here's a, oh, there's a death match for you. Oh, I think we just came up with one. The Mount Rushmore of dorks. Filmmaker Ken Burns, the guy who produces the 98-part series that run on PBS, they are quite good. The baseball one was phenomenal. The the country music one was fantastic. Ken Burns, the dork, says that Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the state and wants him in prison. Oh, there's two right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm liking this. 
What other dorks could we put on this list? Both Ken Burns and, oh, Bill Gates is on there. Burns, Mark, Zuckerberg, Bill Gates. Dorks. I like that a lot. Now, we're still going to do Olympic zeros on Friday. Dorks might be on Monday, though. Uh, We aren't the forgotten people. We are the chosen ones. We will burn this planet down and buy all the real estate and wait out the upswing. I'm with the chosen people. I, I, the chosen people that look, that's why you don't fuck with them. They're the chosen people. And now everybody's turning their back on them. And I'm like, boy, y'all are going to fucking suffer for that one. I just want it to be known. I, I am going on record that saying I stand, I stand solidly with Israel. So does Tommy. I submit Christopher Castillo for this Mount Rushmore. No, you can't do it. You write too funny. No, I can't do it, Christopher. I can't do it to you. Dorks, though, is that that is going to be a good one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put Jeff Bezos in this list. Mainly because every time, every time I see him in that picture of him with that cowboy hat on, I just want to hit him right in the fucking suck hole. Boom! Every single time I see that picture of him wearing a cowboy hat. Just take it off, ass clown. Mm-mm-mm. I need to come up with a few more people, but we might, we might have this list down. What about e- oh Elon Musk? He is a dork. Elon Musk. I don't want to put Fauci in there because we all just fucking hate Fauci. Fauci Fauci's a cunt. There's a list we could do. Biggest cunts. I like this idea. I like it a lot. Uh, all right. We'll take a break here. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always uh, hit me up on Mixler as well.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I love your suggestions here. Uh, Oh, yeah. Somebody said Rachel Maddow. If I I put her on the list, I got to put Ben Shapiro up there. And I like Ben Shapiro, but he is a dork. Like Tom from MySpace. That guy just wanted friends, man. All right, uh, we'll, we'll get that one up. That one will probably be Monday. We'll do dorks on Monday. Uh, Olympic Zeros Friday. Now, uh, since we haven't really visited any other cities or states or anything, uh, let's go ahead and visit one right now. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash camp. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. Uh, Lots of bad stuff happening in Florida today. (laughs) This first story is about 45-year-old Stephanie Lanis and 35-year-old Aldolfo Rivera. They were arrested at their Clearwater home two days ago. They were arrested and taken to the Pinellas County Jail, released the next day. The female had been charged with narcotics possession multiple times. Not this time, though. No, the reason why um, the police came to their Clearwater house well, Stephanie and her boyfriend, Aldolfo, were eating dinner when an alcohol-infused verbal confrontation quickly became violent and plates of spaghetti were shoved in each other's faces. Police were notified at about 1 in the morning, found the couple still covered in spaghetti. They were arrested and charged with domestic battery upon one another. Why would you ruin spaghetti like that, man? What, what, what do you got against spaghetti that you want to smash it in somebody's face? How great would this be? Okay. Hey. Psst, psst, psst. Hey, everybody, come close. Let's say that you're going to get married and you really don't like the other person. This is what you do. Okay. You get yourself a couple of police officers and you say, hey, I want you to be on hand at my reception and that part of the reception where she jams or he jams that piece of cake into your face, bam, domestic violence. That's assault. There you go. You're out of that wedding now. You're gone. Police arrest the bride. How great would that be? Oh. That's fantastic. That's good shit right there. I'm looking for other stories here. Right here. Hold on a second. Uh, I got to stay in Florida, but let's see. Where did that story go? From encroaching nose hairs and sweaty man parts to that out-of-control rug on your chest. How to tackle. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, We'll do that story here after we get done with Florida. 
in another state. Uh, Staying in the sunshine state of Florida. Someone got mad when they lost their poor meatball when somebody sneezed. Um, Only in Florida would this happen. A man was injured by a Jaguar, not a car, the actual living creature, at a Florida zoo after climbing over a barrier and moving too close to the animal's enclosure. Now, once again, yes, that person is wrong for climbing a fence to get into the enclosure. Here's the thing I don't understand about zoos. Why is why are zoos not not idiot proof? You know, the poor Harambe got gunned down because he had information on Hillary. Some dumbass kid was allowed to get into the fucking gorilla inhabitants fell in there, shouldn't be able to fall into the gorilla inhabitant. I'm sorry, you just shouldn't be able to fall in there. And this guy shouldn't be able to climb over a waist-high safety barrier, which puts four feet of empty space between visitors and the Jaguar exhibit. The man, the idiot, started to taunt the Jaguar and then reached his hand through the fence. Well, dumbass, what do you think is going to (laughs) happen? The 12-year-old cat named Harry swiped at the man and injured him. Zoo officials say they don't plan to pursue criminal charges against the man whose name wasn't released. The man's name is Joe Dumbass. That's his name. Why are you going to jump over a fence at the zoo and stick your hand in the jaguar fence? Did, are, are you stupid? I mean, I, I feel stupid for asking that question. Are you that stupid? Oh, Andrew, I think that's great. I thought Trevor Lawrence bit someone for a second. <laughs> I bet if you made people sign a waiver saying that zookeepers are able to shoot you for being in the animal closure, the animals would, uh, this would stop. Oh, absolutely. I still feel for Harambe. God, if Harambe didn't just know so much. Our final story out of the Sunshine State. There is something happening in the state of Florida. I talked to a friend of mine who lives there, and she was telling me that the red tide has come in. No, this is not a bunch of gals that time of the month sitting in the beach. No, 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 no. This is not it. It smells the same because it smells terrible. But the red tide is a large bloom of toxic algae that appears on Florida's Gulf Coast. And it's killed more than 600 tons of marine life so far this year. That's a problem for the smell. Well, you know, one group of sea life that has avoided this, sharks. Sharks have been seen in canals far from the normal habitat. 
if the bloom lasts long enough, the displaced sharks will run out of food and die, hopefully. Marine biologists are attempting to kill the algae by hosing the waterways with clay. Well, now, hold on a second. Now, if you hose them down with clay and you got rid of the red algae, okay, great. There ain't no fish around Attention there. in the water. Yeah. Be advised, State Parks is asking us to make yeah. an announcement to let you know you are paddleboarding next to approximately 15 great white sharks. You dumb fuck. And you are fixing to get... <laughs> Hundreds of sharks are in West Florida. Hundreds. By the way, this is why you don't go into water anywhere unless it has the word pool. I saw some people yesterday, I guess, at Disneyland, they had a flood. At, like, their water park, and I guess, like, some lagoons are around there, and that water flooded in there. No, 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 no. You know what swims in lagoons, people? That's right. Them big old nasty-ass fucking alligators. Don't get in that water, you dummies. Oh, gosh. Oh, here we go. Here's the actual video of the story. Sharks swarm into backyard canals in Florida to avoid a red tide. Well, there goes your dogs and cats. Cats, I ain't too worried about. Oh, man, hundreds of dead fish on the... I guess you can't eat them because they died of this algae poisoning. Come on, when, when does this fucking ad end? Jesus, crime. Across the canal on the backs of, of sharks. That's how many there were. Sharks taking over some Bay Area canals. Why red tide could be to blame. Good evening, I'm Keith Kate. I'm Jennifer Lee. Thank you for joining us. Residents on Longboat Key were stunned to find hundreds of sharks steps away from their homes. Experts with Moat Marine Lab tell us they started getting calls from homeowners living near... That's all I need. That's all I need. I'm moving. Gone. Sharks in the backyard. We're packing up and leaving. See you later. Because I'm telling either that or you have to buy me a fully automatic machine gun to live there. Because once that shark decides, hey, you know what? It's time to breach myself and go up on the land because I'm going to learn how to breathe out of water now. Because they'll start doing it. And they're going to start coming out in droves and in my yard. I'm going to kill them. I'm just doing my civic duty. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. But that's not even our worst story from the South. No, no, we got to go a little north for the worst story of the South. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people or place worth seeing there. It's just a real pit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real man. Uh huh. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. 
Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Uh, yeah. From devout Christian to raging jihadist. Post from a Tennessee mom killed in Syrian airstrikes reveal how she embraced ISIS bride life as rescued daughter eight prepares to return home. The story is about Ariel Bradley. That's the lady's name. Uh, hey, hey, what, what's on the internet tonight? Oh, let's go look at some Tennessee. Oh, look at that. ISIS? Is is. What is is is? Is is. Oh, man, that looks pretty cool. Look at that. I can have sex, and then I have to cover up my horrible meth-addicted face? Because, yes, that is what I look like. I look like a terrible meth-addicted face person. Hmm. Ooh. And since no guys here, including my family, want to fuck me anymore, maybe I'll just have to take this up. She not only took it up, she moved. Well, she didn't move. Not yet. Not before giving birth to her daughter, Amina Muhammad, who has been since rescued by, from a Syrian detention camp. The daughter was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee in December of 2011 to the American woman and an Iraqi father. Amina had been living under ISIS rule since her parents joined the terrorist organization back in 2014. Hey, y'all got any 20-odd six in here? Uh, excuse me, uh, Muhammad Mean Medine? I was just wondering, uh, uh, well, why, where, where, where's all my guns? I got plenty of guns in Tennessee. My, my daddy lover and brother lover, they used to take me shooting all the time. Now, back when the Iraqi fella died in 2015, this gal wasn't waiting around for another sugar daddy. No, she, she remarried an ISIS supporter from Australia. Hey, you talk kind of funny. Where are you from? Oh, you're from Australia. Oh, top of the morning to you, Governor. Wrong one. The mother and stepfather and youngest brother, oh, good, they had another child, died in a hospital airstrike that left the young girl injured because, you see, that's what terrorists do. They like to put themselves in hospitals so we don't attack them. The little girl is now waiting for the results of a DNA test and will likely be returned to the U.S. to be put up for adoption later. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that one. I, I'm going to pass on that that young child. Sorry, don't want any part of that. So I'm reading these side stories. I can't read too many of them. Some of these will count towards tomorrow's show. Huh? What? Wait, wait, what? Huh? What the fuck is this? Meghan Markle has a very woke birthday message. She launches 40 for 40, 40 by 40 mentoring project with Melissa McCarthy. Okay, we can hate her now. To help mothers get back to work. Using 40 of her new Hollywood friends to kick it off. 
and a cameo from juggling Prince Harry. She's turned him into a cartoon. Um, um, uh, do I need to say this? Did, did, did anybody pick up that? Uh, Meghan Markle doesn't have a fucking job. She doesn't know what it takes for somebody to shit out a child and then go back to their work. She don't have a job. Melissa McCarthy, she's an actress. She got a job, but guess what? Actresses get paid millions upon millions of dollars, so you can get a nanny. You can get that. Why are these people coming up with this this idea? I have no problem with women going back to the workplace whatsoever. What I have a problem with is how Meghan Markle is going to get moms back to work. What are you, are you going back to holding a briefcase? Are you, are you going back to sucking off random actors everywhere you go just to gr- try to get your next big part? Prince Harry pops up at the end of the video to show his juggling skills, causing Megan and Melissa to laugh. <laughs> oh, 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 we have the video. Let's do it. Oh, yes, we have to play the video. Have you seen? No, I haven't seen that. Megan Markle probably wearing a $68,000. Oh. Do you have a second? Hey, yeah, of course. I'm working on that. You remember I told you I was going to do that organic garden? That's what I'm doing. You know your camera's on, right? I can see you. Oh, this ah, is wacky. I'll, hang on, I'll be, I'll, I'll be right back. This is no, wacky. No problem. It's fine. This will probably seem better for you. Oh, okay. good. She dresses up like the queen. It's my 40th birthday, and I've got an idea. I know what it is. Really? My first guess is that another photo shoot under a tree where you're looking very peaceful. Peaceful under trees me every day. No, okay. Are we finally getting matching tattoos? I mean. Well, you know, I already have something really similar across my back. This one's you, and that one's me. Cause sometimes I'm like, are we twinsies? You know, I, I, maybe I truly... we save it for when I turn 50. Uh, are you finally gonna do a suits reunion? Okay, I, I love <laughs> suits, but why would I do a suits reunion for my birthday? Why would the cast of Friends do a, a reunion for my birthday, but they did it. They did say they would only ever do it for a historical event. Mm. I think the bigger idea is... Yacht party! Yacht party! Who's ready for a yacht? Like, when you say no yacht, do you mean zero yachts? <sighs> no, here's the this idea. This is painful. Because I'm turning 40, I'm asking 40 friends to donate 40 minutes of their time to help mentor a woman who's... Whoa! Donate? Motherfucker, do you actually know what that word means? Do you want them to donate? They, you got more money than fucking God for doing nothing, and you want your friends to donate money? Mobilizing back into the workforce. Over 2 million women in the U.S. alone and tens of millions around the world have lost their jobs due to COVID. And I think if we all do it... You can go back to work, motherfuckers! I, I have to stop the video there. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. I, I, I mean, seriously. She's wearing a $2,000 necklace in this video. 
Oh, I, I, I hate Meghan Markle so much. I'm just going to tell you this right right here, right now. I, and I haven't seen ha the, the juggling part yet. Oh, let me and fast forward. And I'll commit 40 minutes to some Okay. If I friend. Let's see. Fast forward. Bye, friend. Oh, wait. To that, I wouldn't expect anything less. Okay, Thanks, where's Harry? Ben. Bye, friend. Cheers. See you at 50. Yes, times 40. 40, 40, 40, and then 40 times I say yes. Is it okay if I still do it in the hat? I wouldn't expect anything less. Thanks, friend. Bye, friend. That, that, I, 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 that, that's like watching a paid abortion right there. That was terrible. That, that, that was awful. And now she wants 40 of her rich friends to donate their time. Hey, take time out of your busy day to work on my project, which I'm going to get paid for. Andrew says, my level of hate for Meghan Markle is growing by the day. At this rate, by next year, they will be Gavin Newsom level. Joel Olstein is still my number one of all time shitbag. Yeah. Ooh. Man, faith healers. I could do a Mount Rushmore of faith healers. Y'all wouldn't know who half of them are, though, so I can't do that one. We can go ahead and say that Joel Osteen is a dork, right? Yeah, he's going to end up on that list. I, I got to say, this is Faith Healers. Oh, I love Faith Healers. Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn is the fucking truth. I really hate Meghan Markle. I, I don't know if you guys can notice or not, but I really, truly do not like her. She is she is a bad bad person. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And what was the other story I saw? And I, oh, this thing. All right, how to help men with their summer hot sticky summers can make male grooming and hygiene a nightmare. Really? Is is this all something that is sponsored by Manscape? They buy a whole page ad. Little, little crotch groomers, little little hair shampooer, little nose trimmer. That's all you need to get through summer. No, I, I, I can help you out even more so. Um, uh, don't go outside. How about that? I stay inside most of the time. You know why? Because it's fucking hot out there. If I don't want swamp ass, I don't go outside. I, I truly hate the world that we're in. Dude, this is so fucking dumb. Buy this. Buy that. Oh, you'll smell like a man. No, you won't. You know what men smell like? Here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Men smell dirty. Men smell like men. Hey, there's some cologne on maybe and some dirt. That's what men should smell like. You got a guy who's overly perfumed. You just want to whoop that fucker's ass. Well, I knew a guy who used to wear so much cologne. Oh, God damn. That son of a bitch used to wear so much cologne. Think he was rich and had the worst breath known to mankind. Oh, I am not kidding. 
I don't know. Like, literally, I don't know how chicks let him make out with her, with with them. That motherfucker's breath stunk. Worst breath I've ever smelled was on Rob Kardashian. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, uh, like it, it was the smell of, like, garbage and death. And then you throw in some, I don't know, spoiled halibut, maybe. Not really a rant, too rancid fishy, but kind of dead fishy. Oh, such bad breath on Rob Kardashian. Did I I do that? Did I do that? Was that me? That wasn't me. Come on, guys. That wasn't me. What's going on in the Sacramento area? Drought prompts California to halt some water divisions. Okay. Disneyland's bringing back their annual pass program for all you Disney files out there. National Night Out makes a comeback in Northern California. By the one, is Hot August Nights going on right now in Reno? Or are they social distancing for it? I noticed that like a couple weeks ago, they had a gigantic parade parade going through the streets of Reno. How's Hot, how's Hot August Nights going? Let's see. Has it been canceled? Hot. Oh, it looks like it's still going on. That's good. I'm glad to see that. I'm celebrating 34 is your tradition with music legends. Attendees kicks off August 3rd through 7th. So it just started. There you go. All right. So that's 2021 concerts. Who's playing there this weekend? Who's playing Labor Day? We or that ain't Hot August Nights. Usually that's just Labor Day. I don't know. Nugget. Anybody good playing? Is anybody here? Anybody listening right now? Where are my Reno people at? All right. Enough of that. Let's see. Army sergeant has a Marine with the love dog. Yeah, I would understand that. Woman suing BLM Sacramento for libel asked to add imposter ex-tenant to lawsuit. Unbelievable. Whoa, Texas drivers with no DUIs getting a payday on Wednesday. I don't have any DUIs in this state. I don't have any... DUIs in California, how far back do they go? I'd like to get paid. All right, let's break out the book, shall we? Hank Jr.'s coming to Reno again? Didn't he play there last year or did they cancel that show? All right, you guys get to ask the number for the questions here in the 3,000 questions about me. I'll start it off. We'll start off with uh, question number, I don't know, 
Let's go. Uh, where did my pen go? Damn it. Lost my pen. We'll go uh, number 1100. 11, question number 1100. If I can find it. Number 1100. That's a dumb question. Can you build a house of cards? Nope. Let's see. Ooh, here we go. Question number 1120. And I'll do 1492 next. Have you ever turned something valuable someone lost it lost in or kept it? Well, let me tell you, I did the right thing. What I thought was the right thing. In the... You make the call. I was a lifeguard at Wet n' Wild Garland. It's a true story. Uh, and it was it was uh, it was nighttime. It was a Sunday night, and we were closing the park at 9 p.m. This lady comes running up to me at about 8:45, and I was kind of like I, I was in I was a lead, so I was just kind of walking around, seeing you know seeing how dirty the carpeting was, if it needs to be pressure washed, or if the chairs need to be pressure washed. And I never let them. I never wanted them to do that. So I'm walking around. This lady fucking runs up to me, and she's in a fucking she's distressed. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I lost my three-carat diamond ring on that ride on the Bermuda Triangle. I said, the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, whatever it's called. I rode down that thing, and when I got out, my ring was gone. You got to shut the ride down. I said, ma'am, ma'am, the the park closes in 15 minutes. I can find it then. Well, we're leaving now. I'm like, you're leaving? I don't want to tell my husband I lost my ring. I said, all right. I said, if I find it, we'll call you, and uh, you can pick it up tomorrow. And she said, okay. Now, I, I'm 17 at this time, 16, 17 years old at this time. I have no idea how much a, a, a three, actually it was three and a half carat diamond ring with a gold band was worth. I had no idea. And I was usually on the pool morning crew, which means I clean the pools. So I know where stuff goes when people lose it. Most of the time I can find shit. Sure enough, I go into the splash pool. I I swim over to the grate, and I can see the gold ring and this big shiny rock. I didn't realize three carats was that big. Sure enough, swam down there, picked it up. Nobody knew what I was doing. And she gave me the, you know, her phone number and stuff like that. And I went to the office and I said, can you please call this lady and let her know that her ring is here? And like, I stopped by the office before I left. And they're like, well, she said she's coming down tomorrow and she'd like to meet you. Now, I was off the next day. I said, what time? Well, she's going to come here at about 10 when the park opens. I said, okay, I'll be here. 
So I showed up at the park about 9.30. They tried to rope me into fucking testing the rides. I was like, no, man, I got regular clothes on. I ain't working today. So I get there. This lady comes running in the park. I mean, as soon as the park opens, we let her in. She didn't have to pay. She ran to the office. She got a ring, and she gave me this big hug, and she's carrying something. She goes, I got a reward for you, sir. I said, okay. Now, like I said, I have no idea how much this ring is worth. She gives me a $10 bill and a vinyl record. This is 1988 or 89, somewhere around there. Vinyl is not a thing anymore. Nobody has record players. Everybody has CDs or cassettes, lady. And it wasn't like she got me Hank Williams Jr.'s greatest hits. No, no, no. This was her vinyl record because she was an up-and-coming country music artist. I have never felt this more. Ten dollars? One of my supervisors, he goes, man, you could have sold that thing for like five, six hundred dollars. Douglas says, I have a record player. Did you have a record player in 1988? I know that vinyl has come back. I'm asking you if you had one. Your parents probably had one. Nobody had a record player in 1988 anymore. By the way, let me answer this next question here. Asking 14, yeah, so I turned shit in. And this whole bullshit, like I lost a wallet once. They had a bunch of money in there. Nobody turned that shit in. See, I didn't have one personally. My parents had one. My parents didn't even have a record player anymore. Question number 1,492. Do you think you could ever be a firefighter? Why, why not? Uh, those days have passed me by. I never really had the inkling for it as my best friend Tommy and a bunch of guys I worked with at the water park became firefighters. Uh, at most, I think I could have been was a paramedic. I think that's the, the highest I could have gone just because the training involves. And now now there's no way I'll be a paramedic because I'm fat. So that, that or, or even a firefighter. And, and I don't even want to claim that I even gave it a thought because I never really did. So there you go. Anybody else got numbers for me here? Uh, let's see. By the way, have you seen these new tracking devices that Apple has, these Air Tags? By the way, can you say this is a stalker's greatest tool now? These air tags. They're supposed you're supposed to like put them on your keys and things like that, and you can keep track where things is. Things are. Things is. Jesus. Speak much, Arnie. Yeah, I can see a stalker getting these and drop it in some girl's purse and show up and murder them. Great job, Apple. All right, first one here is question number 30. What is it that you most dislike? Let me be honest. I'll be honest with you. What I most dislike, people that don't do their fucking jobs. 
Nothing irritates me more than that. That is my bigaboo. Bugaboo, whatever you want to fucking call it. If you're at work, do your fucking job. Jesus Christ. Boy, nothing gets me fucking started more than that shit. Just do your job. You, you ain't got to go over and beyond for me. If you do, great. But yes, my, my biggest pet peeve, the thing I dislike the most about our world right now is that. Do your fucking job. Uh, next question, Kale says, question number 777. Terrible date in my history. Uh, what is the one thing in your life you can't make a decision on? Probably this question. I don't know. I'm a pretty decisive person. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. That, that one, I, I can't make up my mind on it. So there you go. I, that question is the one thing I can't make a decision about. Adam J says, question number 1313. Has your ego ever gotten in the way of work or a relationship? No, but my assumed ego has. I'll tell you why. It's got it, my assumed ego. You remember back when I was on another show, we used to brag about the numbers we had and brag and do all that kind of stuff. I never had an ego outside of the show. Outside of the show, I was pretty much down to earth. And something that kept me in check was one time, we, we got ratings in one time. This is a true story. This is a, this is a great one. Adam J., I'm glad you asked this one. Um, we got ratings in once. And in a certain demographic, it was people, not men or women. It was both. We got a 33 share. That meant 33% of the market was listening to us in the morning. Okay? There were over 30 radio stations that then were competing for the other 67%. 33 share. My dad even asked me once, he goes, why, why, don't you, why don't you strut around a little more? That's pretty fucking incredible. And, and it was. Having a 33 share is unheard of. And I told my dad simple. It's something my dad taught me about being humble. I said, Dad, 67% of the market doesn't listen to us. That's what I took away from. It means I have to work harder. I wanted, I, I, look, look, my ego would have gotten in the way if we ever got 100 which is impossible to get unless there's only one radio station in town, then my ego would have been maybe a little bit more out of control. Um, how much did it drop when you, well, according to certain people, never dropped at all. Now, I will say this. I know this for a fact because I was still in that market so I saw the ratings, I saw the numbers, and when I was on a certain show, we had at least, and this was always, a two-to-one ratio over the second-place show. 
We had a 20 share. They had a 10 share. Sometimes they had an 8 or a 9. But we always were 20. We'd always have them doubled up at least. How much of it dropped when I left? Well, the last day that I was on the air in Sacramento officially was September 1st, 2016. It was my my last day on the dog pound. Ratings came out. The dog pound got a 9-3 share. We were the highest rated program in the entire city of every single program, whether it was afternoons, nights, mornings. And I believe the, the show that was on in the mornings on the same station that I was on, 98 Rock, at that time was in third place. So I don't know what the actual number is, but I do know that it went from a two-to-one lead to being in third place. That's how much I know, but that's just me. And, hey, you know, I went and did my job. I made the dog pound the number one show in town. That was my job. I'm a gunslinger. Hired gun, if you will. Uh, All right, last one here, Scott. I'll answer it, and then we'll go to the other book real quick. The other book of... This this book is gross, so people start thinking of questions 1 through 398. What do you do when you and your best friend get into a fight? Tommy and I have never really gotten into a fight. So, uh, I don't know. We, we probably wouldn't talk to each other. So, there you go. There you go. All right. That's from the 3,000 questions about me. This is the Would You Rather book. We'll just start off with uh, question number 100. We'll we'll start off evenly here. If I can get to the damn page. Uh, Would you rather, and you can play this at home with you, would you rather talk like you have walnuts in your mouth or walk, or walk like you have a walnut up your butt. That's dumb. Or talk like a walnut in my mouth. I mean, is that the way I have to talk forever? That's stupid. That's a stupid one. Oh, here you go. All right, ass family, this one's for you. You guys got to play along with this one. You ready? In the in the the new game of, you make the call. Would you rather swallow a live goldfish without water, or swallow a teaspoon full of cold fish eyes? Swallow a live goldfish whole with no water, or swallow a teaspoon of cold fish eyes. Which one would you do? I like this. This is a new game we're going to do now on the show. Uh, Braddy Kid is throwing up. 
uh, goldfish, Scott says. Andrew says, fish eyes, at least they won't wiggle going down. Sassy Pammy, she says, barf, but eyes. And Adam J says, fish eyes. Ooh, I like this little game. Oh. Oh, God. You ready for this one? In our brand new game that we have. You make the call. You can't choose a bullet, bratty kid. Would you rather lick the inside of a football player's used jock strap or lick the inside of a used toilet plunger? You make the call. Which one would you rather do? I like it because Young Harm made me a cool fucking thing. We got a new thing here. <laughs> Jockstrap. What call did you make? Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody's going jockstrap, and I, I got to go along with that one. All right, last one here in the... You make the call. Would you rather shave your dad's entire hairy butt? You got to pull them cheeks apart. Or would you rather shave your mom's bikini line? You make the call. Which one are you going to do? I like this. I like this a lot. This has got legs. Yes, Nick did. He did eat out of a plunger. Yes. What call did you make? Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I'll poke my eyes out. It'll be less painful. Brady Kid says my dad with a throw-up emoji. Sassy Pammy says bikini line. Uh, Kale says what was it? You either shave your mom's bikini or your dad's butt. <laughs> Adam J says dad's butt for sure. Christopher says barf my guts out. Uh, after smothered. Yeah, that show Smothered. They had their season finale on the other night. And these are where girls are way too close to their moms. And there's this one couple in Las Vegas. Uh, I, I don't know, they're Japanese or something. The The daughter is a fucking orca. The daughter is huge. The, I, I've never seen anybody get fatter after they popped out a kid. Usually they lose weight right away. This gal put on another 70 pounds. And her and her mama and the baby have moved into dude's house, right? Well, dude was going to have his mama move in from Alaska. Well, the 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 daughter, the, the girl's mom decided to move in, and she took mama's room to where mama's got to stay at a hotel. 
They just had a baby. They're talking about not getting married. But that show smothered. It showed a mom and daughter waxing each other. That's not the worst thing I've seen on that show. The worst thing I saw is when a mom artificially inseminated her daughter. She touched her hoo-ha. Mothers should not touch their adult daughter's hoo-ha. Fathers probably shouldn't touch the hoo-ha ever. But having your, and and mom was weird because, like, it's an injection deal. It's kind of like a a thicker, like, syringe, still kind of turkey baster-esque. So she decided that she wanted to try to make it a little bit more romantic with her daughter. She was going to put the, 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 the baster inside a hollowed out dildo. She was planning on, on, on dildo fucking her daughter. The fuck is wrong with people? You don't do that to your kids. Hey, Zeus Christmas. Actor Robert Davi, you'd, you'd recognize him. He, he's, he's been in so many films. He's always a bad guy. He just has that look of a bad guy. He is directing a movie called My Son Hunter. And it's documenting Hunter Biden and his partying, his addiction, and business dealings, and he says it's more nefarious than Watergate. Oh man, no, 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 no idea when this movie comes out, but I can't wait to see this movie. This ought to be great. I would love to see the Hunter Biden Chronicles. My son Hunter, of uh, the family comes first. Based on it, is it out? Uh, film was supposed to start filming this summer, but still working on contracts with the actors. Oh, God damn it. Okay, oh, I've got the casting for this. I've got a great cast for this. First person I'm casting is for the the role of Joe Biden, and that's easy. You want somebody to play him? You get Angelina Jolie's daddy. What what's that motherfucker's name? I I I'm I'm picturing him. He was on uh Ray Donovan. God damn it. James John Voigt. John Voigt. John Voigt would be the perfect Joe Biden. Playing Hunter Biden. I, I know who I could get to play Hunter. The perfect Hunter Biden would be Steve O. He not only looks like Hunter Biden, but he's lived the Hunter Biden lifestyle. (laughs) Oh, that would be so fantastic. Yeah, oh, John Boyd hates Biden. That's what makes it such great casting. You get Steve-O to play Hunter. Oh, this this has got Academy Award written all over it. By the way, this guy was one of the bad guys in the Goonies. Who's directing this movie? 
please say this is going to happen. Oh, God. This is so fantastic. Oh, they're doing, oh, okay, this is what you can, you, you can donate to this. Wait, Douglas has got something for me. Let's go to this link real quick. See what this is. Hey, it's Danielle for, for a party for Patriots. Okay. Let's see. Skip ads. Okay, I'm ready to skip the ads. What's this? New rule. Comedians can't make fun of Joe Biden because it's impossible. Because he's been great. I know a bunch of fat people are disappointed because trying to make fun of Joe Biden is like praying to God. A complete waste of time. Okay, that's our show. By the way, Joe Biden's not getting any of this. I want to thank my guests, Benjamin Netanyahu and Pete Davidson. Who's this Joe Biden everyone keeps talking about? <laughs> the Fresh Preds of D.C. Well, I was born and raised in Scranton, PA. Lifeguard by the pools where I spent my days. Till a dude named Corn Pop, who wasn't that cool, started making trouble at the swimming pool. So I took a chain, wrapped it around my legs. They were hairier than my other legs. Not, not my... But, Black kids would touch him. Come on, man. <laughs> then I got on a train and moved to D.C. Jirak Jabrama gave a job to me. I shuffled around and sucked fingertips. Made a big speech, kissed a boy on the lips. What are you looking at? I wrote the damn bill. Oh, man. I hold the ladies tight and sniff all their hairs. First person American to fall up the stairs. Ran for president. I was a winner. Winner was me. Now I sit at my desk as a president not, not you know the thing. Come on. I'm not going to watch the whole episode, but the theme song was fucking great. Check that out. Douglas put up the link there. That's pretty damn good. That's funny. Uh, all right. Last story of the day here. This is so fantastic. This is like the Joe Biden burial service here. I don't know if I can get through the fucking headline. I'll try. Brooklyn grave diggers try to shove coffin into a plot that's too small. Crying family watch in horror as casket lid flips open and their mother's hands uncross. Why is there not video that I can masturbate to here? This is the most fantastic story I think I've ever seen. Horrified family member sues the Evergreen Cemetery for mental anguish, which they will win. The coffin was lowered approximately two feet when it started scraping the sides and would no longer go lower. The lawsuit claims that Workers reportedly pushed, lifted, and lowered the coffin to try to maneuver it into the ground. Their efforts led to damages on the coffin, and it ultimately opened to reveal that the mom's hands, which had once been crossed, had been moved in the chaos. Oh, dear God. Oh, it gets better. Oh, wait, here's the money shot. Are you you ready for the fucking splooge? A pastor asked staff to get tools to make the hole bigger. The staffers got mad. 
dropped the coffin on the grass where it stayed for almost an hour. Oh, dear God. I'm just telling you how bad Arnamania would have been running wild if that was my dad. Dad, thank you so much for getting cremated. I'm sorry that Patty buried your ashes. But she realized that she was never the favorite and that she was the adopted one. She was the oops of the family. See, here's the question I have. Why can't cool shit like that happen at funerals and shit that I go to? You know, we see stories about these things that happen, fights at weddings, people throwing shit. Uh, where's that link? Okay, hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, let me let me click on this. I gotta send this to uh to Rat Burger. Let's see. Uh huh. Hold on a second, and then go right here and go compose AR. Yep. Oh no, actually no. No, no, no. I'm have to send it to myself. There you go. Mm, there you go. There you go, Rat Burger. But you hear about all these cool things that happen. You know, you get invited to a kid's birthday party. You know it's going to suck, but you're holding out hope that there's a parent fight there. You have to go see your niece playing a little soccer game. You want to see parents get drunk and fucking fight each other there. But it never happens. Oh, man, if that were to happen when I was there, I, I, I would just sit back and just enjoy that, filming it for everyone to see. Nothing cool like fights happen when I'm at Disneyland. Now a funeral? Oh, this is the only thing that would make a funeral worth going to. See, if you knew this was going to happen. Oh, I am so, I don't know why they're suing. I mean, I do, I get it. It's, it's pretty traumatic. But man, I'd be like, hey guys, thanks. Thanks for making, the, I, I, I think I might. If I was somebody attending that funeral that I wasn't related to the person that's supposed to be in the ground, I would probably go up and thank those workers for what they did. Thank you for the afternoon of enjoyment. That was entertaining. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for me today. Uh, I'm heading out of here. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So on Friday, remember, we have the Mount Rushmore of Olympic Zeros. Until then, y'all have a great day and adios, everybody. Life's tough, and then you die, there ain't no rhyme or reason why. Comes right at you, see you do what you do, love's great Until it's not hearts break But the world don't stop when it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course, you can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cards, let it go 
Sometimes you gotta let it go Landing on a wash on under the bridge Lower the kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is Time flies While you save it all up But someday This'll all be dust It's all just stuck It ain't never enough And you can't take it with you So you might as well just let it go Yeah, you really ought to let it go Let it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is You never know Waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Luck will turn on the dime So when the good times roll Let them roll But when they don't let it go Move on Keep moving till you see the light The one that you've been waiting on Shining bright In the night Saying hey is outside waiting to arrest him.